Hello, patrons. Uh, this is Scooter here, Drew, and uh, I just wanted to say uh, thank you so much, and I hope you're warm and snuggled in as this new episode kicks off uh, and you get to hear it early. Thank you very, very much for supporting the show and giving value for value. Good night. Uh, hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to try to do the rest. Uh, what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside uh, whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, noise, uh, travel, temperature changes, uh, schedule changes, uh, or sleep it, you know, if you're sleeping on the second or third shift, uh, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that to distract you. And the way I'm going to do it, like, I really want to create a place where you feel safe, uh, where you feel like, you okay, I can uh, settle in here. And uh, what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, Pauses, uh, you know, extra words, uh, overusing superfluous like I did recently. You know, I'm really like literally leaning in and my hands are folded. They're on one of my knees right now. And I'm leaning in here because I want to help you fall asleep. Uh, and if you're new, here's the structure show. Here's what to expect. Uh, we start off with about uh, three or four minutes of business, ideally even less than that. Uh, and that's how we keep the podcast free and over 600 archived episodes free is the people that respond to that stuff. Uh, and then uh, we have an intro, which is uh, 12 minutes that we've just begun. And the intro is kind of like a show within a show, like the opening of uh, like a, like not like a monologue. I guess this whole podcast is a monologue. So I guess it is like that. Uh, where ideally I make you feel welcome, I explain the things for the show. Then I try to make a metaphor or a way to describe what the podcast is uh, that's new every time. And so you can get used to my rambles. Or some people, like a lot of people, I heard someone recently say they're an intro sleeper. Like they fall asleep during the intros. They count on the intros to put them to sleep. Uh, other people use the intros to prep them for sleep. And other people skip the intros. Uh, but the, so the intros are the first 12 or so minutes. Uh, and then tonight we'll be talking about Doctor Who and doing a winding recap. That's uh, it, very similar, like almost like a, uh, like a, if you have a mirror and then like you put lard on a mirror or something. And then you, you like, that's the reflection of this Doctor Who episode where you say, I think I can see something in that mirror, but not really, or soap or something. You say, uh, it's a, it's a reflection, but I can't make the reflection out. Uh, it's our recaps go. Make sure it feels nice and sleepy, relaxing and good for bedtime. Then we finish off with some thank yous at the end of the show. So that's the structure of the show. And you could use it in any way you choose. You could skip the intro or you could listen to it. Or you could try it out and see how it goes. And as far as the podcast goes, this is one of those few podcasts that you don't really need to listen to it. You can kind of listen to it. You could adjust the volume. 
Uh, some people like it loud and clear. Some people like it, uh, like where it's like I'm almost mumbling, you know, with a couple pillows on top of me. And you're just barely making out what I'm saying. Or uh, there's people that listen around the world, some of which, uh, even in my hometown, say, I don't even understand what you're talking about. I say, okay, good. So it's a podcast you can tune out of any time. Ideally, it's just distracting enough uh, to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, and so you don't need to listen. There's also no pressure to fall asleep. This episode should be about an hour. And I'll be here the whole time to keep you company while you drift off. So this is more like the podcast that's here while you fall asleep than the podcast that puts you to sleep. Because uh, that's one of my main jobs. My jobs are to make you feel welcome, to earn your trust, uh, and uh, to, to be your companion, uh, to, to keep you company uh, while you drift off into dreamland. And if you can't sleep, I take that mission just as seriously. I'll be here the whole time to keep you company. Because uh, I've been there. I've been there on both sides of it. Uh, and it's my honor to do so. And uh, so so that's what to expect with the show. Tonight's episode, and uh, like the phrase from the episode that I'll talk about uh, is, can I have a hush, uh, the doctor says, or something like that. And I was just thinking that word of hush is pretty nice, H-U-S-H. Uh, and I guess if, you sh- if you're shushing someone, are you, is that the same as, was ever shush, was that ever shush? Also, if there's a word, is there a word shush uh, or shush? Or is it shush or shush? Uh, is, that, is, that, is that on any dating quizzes? Because uh, they never get that far. Like tomato, tomato, uh, nuclear, nuclear. Uh, potato, potato. I guess that's the kind of same as tomato, tomato. I don't know what the other ones are, but is it shush and shush? Uh, I'll tell you what, the answer is no. Like, like I think there should be, like, uh, if it's on a quiz, you know, you don't want to be shushing people uh, or shushing them. Though shushing, is that what uh, sled dogs do? Is that slushing? Is that shushing? I think that is shushing or shushing. When they're going, oh, that's mushing. Holy mackerel. I'm not kidding. I did not do that. That's uh, 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 mushing. So you have hushing, you have shushing, and you have mushing. Those are all great words for bedtime. I'll tell you that much. I mean, you probably don't want to be, I don't know, you could be mushing your pillows. I guess you'd be more mooshing them and pretending your pillow. Like I think like a dog sled in my imagination, at least, it seems like a pretty good place to sleep. It probably isn't in reality, but I picture it like uh, like fleece-lined and uh, like a sleeping bag on a sled. Uh, I tell you what, if I was going to do any, that's the way I'd want to do it. And maybe like w- w- like with a puppy alarm where the puppies come in, so maybe nothing to do with mushing, uh, where they come sniff my face uh, to wake me up. Uh, they do like those dogs. I forgot what they're called. Uh, the snow dogs, uh, with the, like, uh, but those are nice dogs. I mean, I like most dogs. If you're listening dogs, I do like most of you cats. Uh, I like you. I'm just allergic. What can I do? Um, but what was they talking about? Oh, shush, hush, hush. That's not a word. Uh, but hush is a nice word. Uh, I think maybe not though. If I guess it depends on how you deliver it. But in this, you say hush. Uh, like, what was it? Wasn't there a song like a little, uh, like uh, hush hush? Uh, 
don't know who sang that. If it was, uh, it can hear it. Uh, it was someone where, when I say diva, I mean the positive side of diva. Uh, but I can't think of who it was. Uh, but but a beautiful song, Hush Hush. And the whole idea of this podcast isn't to hush, uh, to believe it or not. Like, it's to say, hey, I got a nice word. It's a hush. Uh, it's got that hush in there. You know, like Rush, a band. Don't rush at bedtime. Be, you could listen. There is a there is a lullaby version of Rush uh, on there on the internet somewhere on Spotify. Uh, but like at bedtime, I'm not here to hush you. Like, or your thoughts. Like, because I guess this is like where the podcast can't came from. Was one of the things that keeps me up at night is overthinking. And what I always tried to do was hush my thoughts or stronger versions and say, can you just like my internal dialogue would be somewhat confrontational both ways. Like I'd have all my overthinking. I was trying to figure everything out from the past or the present or the future. And then I'll have the part of me that would want to go to sleep and I'd be trying to hush those parts of me that wanted to do all these calculations uh, and planning. And I quickly learned that uh, it doesn't work, uh, for me at least. I couldn't hush those thoughts. I couldn't stop thinking. And it didn't feel good. Like, I guess, like, internal hushing uh, is, like, uh, it could be, like, if you're snuggling something, like an in, your internal puppy. I don't know if, does, do we have internal puppies? Uh, well, let's pretend we do, and you say, oh, hush, hush, little puppy. Like, if you mean it like that, and you're petting the puppy, you say, don't worry, uh, you're, uh, I don't know what you'd say to your internal puppy, because that's already a weird, like, maybe you don't explain it. You say, okay, this is, a, I'm here, I'm here. Hush, hush, little puppy, I'm here. I'm here to pet you, nice and good, right under that ear, just like you like it. And if you want me to, I'll hold your head here, little puppy poo. Uh, hush, hush. So if you say it like that, uh, that works. Uh, but when you're trying to get your thinking to cease, uh, at least for me, I never could hush my thoughts. And then it would feel more, it would feel like it was creating, stirring things up even more. And I'd say, why, why do I even got to hush my thoughts? Why can't I just go to sleep? And that led to me like uh, making this podcast because I, I'm here to do some, um, I guess, internal pup, puppy holding for you and say, hey, let's not hush those thoughts. Uh, hey, all, all you thinking parts, come on over here. Maybe that's it. Maybe there's a paradox. I don't know if that is a paradox, but it, like I like we're using that word a lot. Here's a paradox. Every time I use paradox, I think it makes me sound intelligent. Uh, I figure that one out. Uh, but anyway, like uh, maybe the parts of us are, maybe that is like, like uh, I didn't realize this till just now, but it's like uh, all that talking or thinking at bedtime is like a pu- barking puppy. And instead of doing that and saying, hey, can you stop with the friggin' barking? It's bad, like, because puppies can't understand anything except love. I, that's another, also, that's a book I'm writing. Uh, puppies under puppies only understand love. Uh, uh, heartbreak and uh, something in my year with uh, not mushing, but trying to become a musher or something. I don't know. It's a book in progress. Uh, but like uh, all those thoughts, it feels like barking and you say, Hey, like, uh, when you're trying to shush it or hush it or whatever, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't never work for me. Uh, so instead uh, I'm going to say, Hey puppy, I'm going to hold you here. I'm going to tell you a little story. Mostly I'm going to use the word hush and mush and, uh, 
tush, uh, I know it's tush, uh, I'm so silly, aren't I, little puppy poo? And I guess that's the concept of how the uh, podcast works is like uh, a part of it. One doesn't make it, Scoots, I don't know what you're talking about. It doesn't make any sense. They say check. Uh, wouldn't you, like if you were a puppy, wouldn't you want to be held and positively hushed? Uh, also, it's my new fragrance uh, coming out in 2040. Uh, positively hushed. Uh, it's a, you know, name pending. Like I get that out to the, you know, market testers. Uh, but it, so the podcast is meant to take your mind off stuff to make you feel comfortable, to earn your trust, uh, and to give you an alternative to internal hushing, uh, where you could just kick back and I'll just keep the rest of you entertained while you drift off into dreamland. Now, uh, while the podcast is best intentioned in my way of helping, it doesn't work for everybody. So give it a few tries. I hope it can help you. But uh, we have like thousands of reviews and almost every single one says takes a few tries. So give it a few tries because I've been there and I really would like to help, uh, like, uh, like hush down those thoughts. Uh, like just, I don't, I can't remember how the song goes other than hush, hush, but, uh, I'd like to help. Uh, and I appreciate you checking this podcast out and I work very hard because uh, I really want to help you fall asleep. So thanks again for coming by. All right, everybody. We're talking season one, episode five of Doctor Who, aptly retitled uh, Once, Twice, Thrice, uh, Three Times a Doctor. And I'm just going to get it started here. On, and this is a continuation of the last episode, a two-parter. And there it goes. It gets, it gets started rec- recapping last week. Uh, well, let's see what my notes say. Uh, action from last episode, the doctor turns. So it, it does pick up right where the last episode left off, uh, where the doctor and all the experts on uh, non-Earth life are uh, uh, dealing with some aliens, and, and the doctor manages to turn the tables on them because uh, they had tricked uh, everybody. And as the doctor gets the upper hand on the aliens, the episode opens. I don't know if this question was answered. It was answered in a larger sense, but if the, uh, like the, the, all the aliens are wearing a necklace, I don't know if the necklace was ever, uh, explained and if that's what connects them somehow they're physically connected. I know they're connected in a family sense, uh. Yeah, but none of them are happy when the doctor gets the upper hand because they're all related. And uh, he does this cool move. Uh, uh, then we see Rose and Harriet running. This is like kind of like a little bit of a slapstick scene where people are running from room to room. The doctor's running. Also because all the aliens are interconnected, Jackie gets rescued by Mickey, who actually takes a picture on his... He doesn't have a flip phone, but he had like a, a, flip, a flip phone aerophone. Maybe a Nokia. And he snaps a picture of one of the aliens. Uh, somebody says, Oi, if you want a, oh, the doctor runs out, uh, to security of, for 10 Downing street. He says, Oi, if you want some aliens clap, clap, come on with me. And, but the aliens get redressed in their, like, uh, their masquerade, human masquerade outfits. And so then the doctors are like, they're like, Hey, rest this guy. He's messing with us. Uh, then we see Harriet, after her and Rose are running, Harriet says, we got to go back for the emergency protocols. 
And so then we see this room-to-room chase. Uh, the doctor gets busted by the undercover aliens. Aliens undercover. Uh, uh, we almost have their name. I don't think we have it yet. Uh, but uh, they chase him, but he's up against the lift, which is a word for elevator. And the doctor d- does a funny music move, more chases. I guess there's some funny music, according to my notes. The doctor chases... Uh, even like there's a scene where like the like Rose and Harriet are running, the elevator doors open, the doctor's on the elevator, he says hello and he smiles at them, and then the elevator door closes. So not a lot of dialogue in this first half here. And I did watch this episode quite a few times. A couple times, the first one or two times, honestly, I was distracted. It was these it was non note taking time anyway. And I was having trouble following some of the plot. Uh yeah, but let's see, Rose and Harriet end up running into a room. They hide, they're play, They say, hey, aliens, let's play some hide-and-seek. Uh, a doctor gets off uh, the elevator on the second floor. Uh, Mr. Green is one of the aliens, is undercover as Mr. Green, who's the acting prime minister, I think. Uh, and uh, let's see what this says. Uh, uh, he's, he has to, he does some, uh, emergency protocol explaining, uh, just like last episode. He goes, do I have to understand what I'm authorized? I'm the acting prime minister or whatever. I could do whatever I want. And, uh, cause he says, Sergeant, have you read the emergency protocols? If that's some explaining, if I ever heard something, when someone says, have you read the, uh, have you searched this, uh, group for, for that question already? Uh, let's see. Then, uh, then he says, then the aliens are alone dressed as humans, uh, the general and the prime minister. And they say, let the hide and seeking begin. Uh, they say, oh boy, this is going to be fun. Uh, we have been waiting to play hide and seek with humans. Maybe they play it differently. Uh, then they say, also, we got to get the final phase of our, like our plan for earth, uh, and uh, then the a woman comes. She's been in the other episodes. Uh, I'm not sure what her role, like her original like role was. She, she's an undercover alien, too. And she says, hello, my brothers. Uh, also, the aliens, because they have gas, they, like being human gives them gas. So they say, let's get like, uh, let's play hide and seek in, in a natural st- alien state. Uh, N-U-D-E. And they say, oh, they're so fun. Uh, so the woman, the sister, I guess, and the two brothers, when they're humans, I don't know the genders of this. They're Slytherines, I think, is the uh, rhymes of Smitherines. Uh, but they play hide and seek. They're looking for Rose and, uh, and Harry. And they even say, oh, geez, we can t- sense her sweat and uh, Rose's adrenaline. So Harry and Rose get caught, but they say, uh, it's freeze tag. So then they run and the doctor comes in he says, it's a super freeze tag. Everybody run, uh, before they get froze, I unfroze them, double unfrozen. So then they say rehide. So they go to rehide. Rose also throws a curtain over everybody to even like, uh, and then they say, let's get to the cabinet rooms and get the emergency protocols. Uh, and let's see, case is on. What does that mean? Case is on the doctor and move more, move. Uh, 
end of lesson, doors close. I'm going to have to look that up in the dialogue. I see the doctor's hiding, playing hide-and-seek on my replay here. Yeah, here's where Margaret's, uh, Margaret is the name of the sister alien. She says, happy, happy hide-and-seeking. Then the doctors catch them. Uh, oh, doctor says, Harry Jones, I like you. There's there's a lot of, uh, like, things. Uh, they get into the cabinet room, and the doctor says, hey, one more move, and my uh, sonic screwdriver will uh, make this, uh, like, a bottle of booze, uh, like, uh, cause a lot of trouble. And this was good. So then this is, uh, like, they have this, there's a, a couple of good, actually, Star Trek Picard-level brainstorming. The doctor's a little bit more aggressive in his brainstorming, but he says to everybody, question time, who are the Slytherin? Slytherin, sl- there's no R in there, but I just put it in there. Slovene, it kind of sounds like Slovene, but it's, a sl- I don't know, Slithene, Slithene. But here he goes, they're aliens. And doctor goes, yeah, I, I know that. Uh, and then the uh, Slovene, they say, who are you? Are, you're not a human? And uh, here he goes, who's not human? And Rose says, this is all like uh, really well done. Rose goes, he's not human. And then they go, well, and this is one of my favorite phrases uh, that you can use here in the U.S. now. We're authorized to use this one. I got off the phone with Oxford. Uh, and, it's, it's, and this is one you could teach your children. Teach your children well. Can I have a bit of a hush, the doctor says. Uh, so work that into your parlance. Uh, can I have a bit of a hush? Especially if you use the S-H-U-T-U-P word, which you shouldn't, you know. You could say... Uh, I mean, I think in Spanish, well, I don't know, but like, uh, can I have a bit of a hush, please? Uh, and your kids will probably crack up and you say, what does that mean? You say, well, it means be quiet, but more like, uh, so then the doctor says, what's our plan? And Harry goes, you have a Northern accent. And Rose goes, lots of plan to have a North. And the doctor just trying to, he says, come on, I'm trying to hush you down, Harriet, uh. And the doctor goes, he's trying to outthink them and give us exposition as listeners. Uh, he goes, you have a, hit, a spaceship in the North Sea transmitting a signal, and you took over the government. What are you up to? Uh, are you trying to take over? They go, what do you think we do? Try to take over? The, this is the Slovene, they say. Take over this uh, Earth? Uh, and the doctor goes, why is the Slytherine race here? And they go, Slovene race? It's not our species, it's our surname. And I thought that was good. The guy goes, uh, Jacrosa Felfach Pasirm de Slovene, at your service. Uh, and he goes, your family. And they go, yeah, it's a family business. He goes, oh, a profit. Uh, he goes, how do you make a profit on a place you don't want to be? And they go, can, can we get to the point here? Are you really going to sonic screwdriver of that bottle of alcohol? And he goes, he goes, is that, he goes, what, they go, you're making it up. And he passes it to Harriet. Uh, he goes, Harriet, have a drink. You're going to need it. Uh, let's see, any more. Uh, then they, they goes, uh, oh, no, then she goes, pass it. He passes it back. She goes, pass it to the left first. So he has to hand it to Rose. I was going to, I'm going to look that up later. And they go, let's end this hide and seek. Uh, and Rose goes, what should we do? And then the doctor goes, fascinating history, Downing Street. 2,000 years ago, this was marshland, uh, occupied by Mr. Chicken. Uh, 1796, this was a cabinet room. 
And he goes, these are the four safest walls in all of Great Britain. He presses a button and it becomes a safe room. He goes, end of lesson. He goes, 1991. He goes, this is, we're totally, totally safe in here. And then the, the aliens go, okay, well, they're, they're stuck in there. So we go, they go, let's get back to work. Uh, then we see Rose and Mickey. They're sneaking around, uh, hiding out, uh, trying to avoid detection. Code red checklist. Uh, oh, the aliens welcome all their family. Uh, uh, Captain Lieutenant James, uh, Ewan McAllister, Deputy, Deputy Secretary of Scottish Parliament, uh, Sylvia Delane, uh, chairman of the North Sea Boating Club, uh, and the family's all happy. Oh, boy. Oh, Code Red Checklist was in the background of one of those shots. Uh, uh, then Mickey and Mom sweating or swear, swear, sneaking, I guess that is. There's the sneaking. So then they have this reception with all the new arrivals. Uh, that's what the reporters were saying. Everyone's still very gassy. And I think one of the sergeants says, what's going on? And they go, it's on a need-to-know basis, dude. We're, we're, you don't need to know. Uh, we're going to make a public speech uh, uh, to Parliament or whatever, to UN or something. Uh, then uh, get chased. What does that mean? Oh, I think they all want to get changed, like into the, they want to get their human clothes out. Then we see Mickey and Mom back at Mickey's place. Uh, they're planning. I think Mickey used the phrase big bog. Let me look here. Or somebody did because I wrote it down. Or I can't. Uh... Oh, yeah, big bog. I liked that term. Mickey used it. Big bog people, he says. Uh, Mickey's making tea with milk. Uh, and he calls Jackie Jacks. Uh, he, he goes, I can't believe I got saved by Jackie. Uh or maybe Jackie says, you know, I think Jackie says, I can't believe I got this embarrassing. I got saved by Mickey. And because I guess Mickey's kind of like a, he's like a scoots, uh, but you're probably more handsome and a bit better shape. But, uh, and, uh, then, oh, then the, the policeman, Bobby, who's looking for Mickey and Jackie, he catches on where they are. He says, I got to find, uh, Jackie and Mickey. Then we're back at Downing Street, and they say, "Is everybody here?" They say, yeah, "Everybody but Sitfell Fotch. Uh, he's looking for uh, Jackie and uh, Mickey, hide and seek." Uh, then we're back with Rose, uh, Harriet, and the Doctor, and they're let's say they're planning, they're scanning. The Doctor's talking about some compression field. Uh, he needs a terminal. Rose is helping look too. She's already like, uh, she's already like a doctor. She's like looking for stuff. Uh, she's trying to, she goes, she goes, uh, why do, why didn't they dress up as a prime minister? They go, okay, well they, they need a bigger outfit. Uh, the Slytherin are eight feet. Oh, that's how they squeeze inside compression field. But that's what gives them the gas. Uh, Harriet doesn't want anybody joking around. She says, this is serious business. Uh, and Rose goes, you get to use this stuff when you're friends with the doctor. And she goes, well, this is a strange friendship. Uh, and the doctor goes, well, I can't shake the name Harriet Jones. Are you famous? She goes, no. He goes, huh. She goes, I'm a lifelong backbencher. And now she goes, I don't know. The protocols are redundant because they were supposed to be for all your buddies. Uh, and Rose goes, why don't we just launch something at these aliens here? Because you're, you're quite the uh, young lady. Rose goes, I'm serious. Uh, 
And here it goes, no, all that stuff's kept with the United Nations, uh, all, all the codes. And the doctor goes, wait, say that again. And here it goes, what about the codes? He goes, all of it. She goes, well, uh, you need it. Like, she goes, like, this is probably a good thing. They say, yeah, in the UK, we don't do anything with, uh, like, without a resolution from the UN. And uh, she goes, she goes, yeah, we, we got to keep it out of government hands uh, and give it to the UN the power. I say, that's a great, I love that idea for here. But, uh, and here it goes, is that important? This is like the doctor's Picard level brainstorming that goes on. He goes, everything's important. And she goes, if only we knew what the Slytherine wanted or the Slovene. It can't pronounce Slovene for some reason, but you know what I mean. And the doctor goes, well, they're up to something. They're trying to make money. They're looking for some kind of asset. Uh, here it goes, what, gold, oil, water? The doctor goes, you're good at brainstorming. Holy mackerel. Harriet Jones, why do I know that name? Then Rose gets a call from Mickey. She goes, this is a super phone from the doctor. And she goes, doctor, why don't you call for some backup? He goes, all the backup was in the room downstairs. Uh then we see the doctor and Mickey's kind of relationship. Rose goes, it's Mickey. The doctor goes, I don't want to hear from your boyfriend. Uh, and Rose kind of sticks up for him. Uh, and then, uh, you know, they're kind of stalking about how they got, they played hide and seek with an alien. Everybody's like, oh, we all played hide and seek. Uh, and then Rose wants to check on her mom. And then the doctor goes, Ricky, go get on your computer. He goes, why? He goes, come on, uh, I need you. I hate to say it, but I need your help. Uh, he goes, get online. So he get, get, Mickey gets on the UNIT website, which is some secret website. He goes, password, it's uh, Buffalo, two Fs, one L. It turns out there's a password for everything there. And Jackie brings some tea for her Mickey. She goes, what's the website? Mickey goes, it's a super secret website. Uh, Harriet's in the background pouring drinks, uh, too. I noticed that. Uh, Mickey's really good at, kind of good at hacking. And then the doctor starts to brainstorm again. He goes, why'd they go, why'd they crash in a big Ben? And Harriet goes to get the experts together. And the doctor goes, yeah, but you could have done that. Uh, you didn't have to smash in a big Ben. And put the whole planet on red alert. Uh, and Jackie's like, what is, is my daughter brainstorming with the doctor? And she goes, yeah, I'm trying. And Jackie goes, geez, you know, I did to deal with uh, like a, like a mannequins. Ever since the doctor got in town, I've had like a lot of trouble. Uh, Rose goes, mom, don't worry about it. She goes, oh, doctor, I don't like this life you live. Uh, get it, leave, you know, get, keep my daughter out of it. Is my daughter totally going to be super okay? And the doctor can't answer it. Rose says, I'm a big girl, mom. And she, Jackie goes, totally, doctor. I want you to double cross, double pinky swear me. Uh, you know, Rose is my baby. And then Jackie wants an answer, but then Mickey's like, we are hacked in there. And doctor goes, okay, let's look up. He goes, uh, they got a spaceship in the North Sea that's transmitting a signal. Let me figure out what it's saying. So he's like listening in. I think via Mickey's computer and, uh, doctors, there's some kind of message on loop, uh, and everybody's hushing Jackie. And uh, then somebody knocks at the door and Jackie's like, it's three in the morning. And Mickey goes, tell him to hit the road. 
And then Dexter, like, this message is beaming out into space. Uh, it ends up the Bobby shows up at uh, Jackie and Mickey's, at Mickey's place to bust Jackie and Mickey. And uh, the Slickeen, Jackie calls it. So maybe that's how I should pronounce it. And uh, Mickey's like, it's it's totally going into its, it to- took out its human outfit. Uh, and Harry's like, we got to stop him, doctor. You're supposed to be expert. Think of something. He's like, I'm trying. And this is my favorite scene. He goes, uh, Mickey goes, I'll, I'll be the hero, uh, Jackie. Don't worry about it. And then Rosie goes, come on, doctor. And he goes, okay, if we're going to find out their weakness, we need to figure out what they're from, which planet. So judging by their face and shape, it narrows it down to 5,000 planets within traveling distance. He goes, what else do we know? Information. Rosie goes, they're green. Doctor goes, okay, narrows it down. Good sense of smell. Doctor goes, narrows it down. Smell adrenaline. Doctor goes, narrows it down. Compression technology, Harriet says. Doctor says, narrows it down. I loved it. Slipstream engine narrows it down. And Mickey's like, you know, we got a situation here. Rose goes, uh, they like playing hide and seek. Doctor goes, narrows it down. And Harry says, when they ha- when they pass gas, it also smells like br- bad breath. Uh, and Doctor goes, oh, calcium. He goes, that's it. He goes, that narrows it down. Uh, and Mickey goes, we got the Bobby in here. And the Doctor goes, uh, uh, calcium, they're calcium creatures. Uh, he goes, we need some hyphenate. He goes, okay. He goes, they're from one planet, Raxa Morris or something. Because uh, they have a surname. I think there's something that lives by a surname. And Mickey goes, great, we could write him a letter. And the doctor goes, okay, let me think. He goes, calcium, we go, oh, compression. He goes, vinegar. And Harry says, just like Hannibal. He goes, Mickey, you got any vinegar? He goes, I don't know. And Rose goes, covered by the sink. And Jackie goes, okay, anything with vinegar, gherkins, pickled onions, pickled eggs. Uh, that's what Mickey has in his cupboard. The doctor's like, you kiss this dude? And then when the vinegar goes on, the alien says, I don't want to play uh, hide-and-seek anymore. And Rose goes, what do you mean about Hannibal? And they say, Hannibal across, across the Alps by devolving, dissolving boulders with vinegar, which I heard on another show, too, uh, recently. And then everybody cheers because uh, they say, oh, boy, we got out of that one. And then we're back with the fake prime minister who says, Sip fells fach pasamir, day Slovene is uh, gone. Uh, no one, no more playing hide and seek. It got seeked. Uh, and they say, we must have got lucky. It's the last luck on earth. Uh, and they make a, uh, like, what do you call that? A press conference. And they say, hey, you win. Uh, like we got ET to deal with here. We need to have a, you need you to pass a resolution stats and Mickey, Mickey and Jack are watching on TV, playing it on the phone for the doctor. And they say, this is, uh, you know, let's, uh, everybody think about this here. And the doctor goes, they're making this up. Uh, and here, cause you think the UN's going to believe them? And Rose goes, yeah, they did last time. The doctor goes, that's why the Slovene went for a spectacle. They want everybody worried. Because uh, uh, then the UN will pass it. Uh, 
And then the Slovene are there vi- to visit again. And doctor opens up the door and she says, oh, I, I know your plan now. Uh, he goes, you're going to, uh, you're going to like, uh, cause trouble on earth uh, with everybody. Uh, and, uh, Margaret, who's still dressed as a human, she stands there. She goes, yeah, and we're going to bust out here on our spaceship. Uh, it's parked two minutes away. And they go, what are you going to do this for? And the doctor goes, profit. The signal is an advertisement. Uh, they're going to sell all the raw materials on Earth uh, at a cut price. Uh, and here, Margaret the Slovene says, it's a bargain. She's a really good actress, too. And doctor goes, I give you one choice. Leave the planet or I'll stop you. And they laugh at them. They go, you? He goes, yes, me. That's when you say, oh, boy, this doctor is heroic, uh, even though he should have said us because uh, uh, it really is a team effort. Uh, hyphenated surname, narrows it down. Then there's a the press conference. Uh, Rose, Harriet, the doctor, listen, Rose, money, strike. Uh, I give you a choice. Uh, okay, there's it. Then there's a news report from the bridge. I, I was going to look up the name of that bridge if I remember. Yeah, then we see a UN, the UN, then a U.S. news report, and Jackie's, like, watching it and thinking. And then we go back into the main office where all the Slovene are. There's Skittles on the table, on the desk, and they're like, oh, there's the red phone the U.S. is going to, U.N.'s going to call us on. So exciting. And they're all happy. Then the doctor has a plan. Uh, but Rose versus her, Hershing. Usman, doctor is amazed. Let me read this. Uh, he has a plan uh, to, to uh, take everybody out. Like, uh, let's see. He has a plan. Uh, he goes, you know, we're not going to get out of here. We're going to have to stay in the safe room. And he goes, I have this new thing that I'll seek. He goes, we could play hide and seek. We have to hide, but someone has to seek the aliens. Mickey, send a, 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 a hide and seek drone. And Jackie goes, no, 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 no. I don't want my daughter hiding, like, uh, like, like in a hiding spot that doesn't have a rehiding spot. Uh, the doctor goes, there's no rehiding. And she goes, it's my daughter. I want her to play hide and seek the way I want to play her. And the doctor, Rose goes, I'd rather save humanity, mom, than be a great hide and seek player. So, uh, forget it. Uh, the doctor's amazed. Uh, he goes, you, you do that, uh. And she goes, yeah. And Jackie goes, come on, doctor. No, 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 no. My daughter. Uh, and the doctor goes, do, do you know what? Like, do, this is my life, Jackie. It's not fun. It's not smart. It's standing up and making a decision because no one else will. And then Rose goes, well, why aren't you going to make the decision? And he goes, well, I could save the world but lose you, Rose. You'll lose your ability to play hide and seek at least. And then Harry goes, except it's not your decision, it's mine. Harry Jones, MP for Flydale North, the only elected representative in the room, do it. Uh, And then the aliens are all like, yeah, we're going to win. Totes, my goats. And Rose goes, what's the plan? And the doctor goes, we're going to hide here, hide out. and he takes out the emergency protocols, UN's voting and the resolution. So we have some, you know, t- tension here. The Slovenes are having a big party. Uh, doctor uses Mickey's uh, typing skills uh, to set everything up for the drone to come uh, find them. 
And it looks like uh, Mickey's like on his A game. He's like, okay, Doc, I totally get it. Uh, Doctor goes, Mickey the idiot, the world is in your hands, uh, which wasn't the nicest thing. And, uh, and Mickey hops into action. You know, Jackie's worried. Harriet's like, geez, how sound are, like, how well are we going to be able to hide in this uh, safe room? And the doctor goes, I don't know. Uh, and Rose goes, well, let's get it. She goes, let's go in the cupboard, which is a code word for closet. Uh, and so they hide in the closet and they say, well, that's like, uh, then the UN vote comes in. They say, yeah, totally. Uh, uh, let's, uh, like, uh, we, we think this, you know, they say, let's worry or whatever. And then the Slovene are waiting for the phone, red phone to ring. Mickey's like, uh, okay, like, uh, he goes, uh, I think this is going to work. Uh, but then there's this, a drone stopper. Doctor's like, stop the drone stopper. And then they're like, wait a second. Uh, and then all, everybody leaves Downing Street except the Slovene and, uh, Harriet, Rose, and the doctor, because they're hiding. And they're like, what the heck is going on? And then uh, the Sylvine gate, hide and seek ends. The Sylvine tried to run for, they tried to hide. They didn't realize that uh, they were getting out-seeked by the seeking drone. So then they start running, trying to hide, but they want to hide as humans to double hide. Everybody's hiding. And then the doctor, Harriet, they say, we hope we don't get found. So Harriet, the doctor, and Rose hold hands uh, and cuddle up. And they say, Harriet goes, Hannibal, this one's for Hannibal. And then the one of Slovene is about to say bollocks. Uh, and then all of, uh, everybody gets found and uh, all the Slovene. And they say, okay, well, I guess we got to go back to our planet. We lost uh, hide and seek. Uh, and the doctor and Rose and Harry come out, uh, and it's a big, big mess because the Slovene don't clean up after themselves. Uh, but Harry says, pretty good, that safe room made in Britain. And then, like, uh, one of the security people come up to Harry, uh, they say, everybody okay? She goes, by the way, I'm Harry Jones, MP for Flydale North. Contact the NUN. Tell them crisis is over and step down. The guy looks at her, she goes, go on, tell him the news. And she goes, this, this is going to be a lot of work. Uh, why would we, why would it be like uh prime minister ever play hide and seek with uh, Slovene? And the doctor, she goes, we need a new prime minister. Doctor goes, maybe you should give it a go. She goes, I'm only a backbencher. And she goes, I better go see if I can help. Uh, and then she goes, everything's safe, everybody. Totally cool. And as she walks off, the doctor says, I knew I knew her name. She's Harriet Jones, uh, future prime minister during uh, three terms over the Britain's golden age. And then we hear Harriet start to make a speech. Uh, she goes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, mankind or humankind stands proud, tall, undefeated in, in, in hide and seek. Uh, she says, God bless the human race. Uh, and she smiles. Uh, let's see here. Mickey, his world's in your hands. Uh, Jack's door frame in the cupboard. Uh, whole family. Uh, whole fa oh, we see the cliffs of Dover at one point. The hide and seek drone went over them. Uh, Jackie's sitting out on the balcony. Yeah, then the Slovene trying to hide. Hannibal. Uh, safe room made in Britain. 
Uh, Rose goes home. She hugs her mom. She gives her a big hug. Uh, the doctor's back in the TARDIS, uh, pretty pleased uh, with himself, I think. Uh, and Jackie doesn't like Harry Jones. She goes, who does Jackie do? Who's Harry Jones thinks she is? She's taking all your credit. You're the one that saved the world. It's like, really, well, Mickey kind of did. Uh, Jackie goes, you should all be given knighthoods. Uh, Rose goes, that's just, not, the doctor doesn't take credit. No fuss, just moves on. He's not bad if you give him a chance. Uh, and she goes, Jackie goes, well, he's pretty good in crisis. Uh, and then she goes, Rose, Rose says, what are you saying, nice things about him? And she goes, I got no choice, I guess, uh, since you're infatuated. Rose goes, I'm not infatuated. So we hear this, still have this undercurrent of, uh, then Jackie goes, what do you, what does he eat? Uh, I'll make a shepherd's pie for dinner. Proper sit down. Because I want to learn about all this uh, before you head off again. For all I know, he eats grass and like uh, other stuff. Uh, Rose goes, shepherd's pie is fine. And she goes, you're going to cook? And Jack goes, yep. And she, Rose says, he may, he finally met, he's finally met his match. Uh, and then Jake goes, you need to go visit your grandmother tomorrow, too. Uh, she goes, I said you were in France, off airing. And then Rose gets a call from the TARDIS. It's just on the call, right, D. She goes, you have a phone? The doctor goes, yeah, we're leaving in a couple of hours. Uh, he goes, of course I got a phone. Uh, like you said, a couple of hours. Uh, I got to send out a dispersal and then uh, cancel the advertisements, and then we're gone. And this I didn't like because he's kind of dismissive. Rose goes, well, my mom's making dinner. And he goes, oh, uh, no, thank you. I don't do those kind of things. Uh, Rose goes, it's important. He goes, I got better things to do. And she goes, it's just tea. He goes, not to me. So I don't know if there's like, you know, there's like this uh, intimacy issue maybe with the doctor and family. And Rose goes, she's my mom. He goes, well, she isn't mine. And Rose goes, it's not fair. He goes, well, you could stay behind. I'm leaving either way. Uh, there's a sweet plasma storm and a horse head nebula. And we could fly right through it. Uh, it'll be cool. But it's your choice. Uh, and he just hangs up on her. And Rose, like, uh, holds the phone to her face. Uh, she's like, hey, she, you know, doctor knew. He tempted her. So she thinks. Then her mom comes out. She goes, what does you think about, uh, does the doctor drink amaretto? And then Rose is in her room packing up. Uh, and uh, Rose goes, I don't, yeah, probably. And Jake goes, don't go. Please, come on. And uh, Rose just keeps packing. And then we're back at, like, the kind of alley where the TARDIS is sparked. Uh, Mom bargains. Uh, oh, wait, this is later. Phone to face. Rose picking. Please don't. The kid's cleaning up the bad wolf graffiti. And the doctor's like, you got all that off of there? Uh, good work, kid, or whatever. He goes, I'll have at you or something. Hit the road. Uh, Mickey's just sitting on a um, post office box reading the paper and thinking. And, uh, Dr. Mickey goes, look at this. Uh, they don't even, they said the whole alien thing was a hoax. They didn't want to play hide and seek. Uh, how could they do that? And doctors, you're not ready. He goes, you're happy to believe in something invisible, but when you can see it, uh, you explain it away. And uh, D D Mickey says, we're all idiots. And the doctor goes, well, not all of you. Kind of like barely apologizing. He goes, here's the present, Mickey. It's a, uh, you get rid of all mentions of me. Mickey goes, why do you want to do that? He goes, yeah, because I want to keep Rose, protect Rose. 
And Mickey goes, well, then why are you going to take her with you? He goes, well, you could come with us. And then Mickey, where you see a little bit of character development, actually, he says, uh, no, I can't do it. Uh, but don't tell her I said that. He goes, I can't handle it. Uh, and then uh, Jackie's pleading with Rose with a little bit more character development. She goes, come on. She goes, uh, she goes, uh, I'll get a real job. I'll work weekends. I'll pass my tests. Uh, no more dating Jim. And Rose goes, I'm not leaving because of you, Mom. It's just a trip. Uh, I'll, I'll come back. I'm traveling. And Jackie goes, come on, really? Uh, I don't like uh, the solo TARDIS travel. Uh, Rose goes, Mom, if you saw it out there, you'd never stay home. And uh, Doctor goes, you got enough just stuff with you? And she goes, yeah, last time I had nothing. So she throws this giant backpack to the doctor. He goes, now you're stuck with me. Rose says that to the doctor. Rose goes, Mickey, come on. And the doctor says, no, 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 Mickey's not allowed. Can't have him on board. So he covers for Mickey. Rose says, sorry. And they they kiss. uh, And then Mickey goes, good luck. uh, And then Jackie's still looking for a pinky swear. uh, She goes, what happens if uh, Rose gets stuck on a moon somewhere? How long should I wait for and Rose is like, Mom, we'll be back, and we're, go- we're time traveling, so I could be gone 10 seconds. No worrying. I'll see you in 10 seconds or so. And then they get into the TARDIS. Mickey kind of waves goodbye. Uh, let's see what else I have. Uh, Jackie does not want Rose alone on some moon. Uh, we- oh, yeah, they watch. Uh, the TARDIS like, uh, starts making the sounds. Uh, and uh, wind starts to blow, sound effects. Uh, Mickey's got his hands in his pockets, and Jackie's walking, and it disappears, and, you know, ten more than 10 seconds go by, and Jackie's like, that's more than 10 seconds. Uh, and she walks away. Mickey gets back on the post box or the garbage can and goes back to reading the paper like he's going to stand watch for Rose. Uh, and the episode comes to a conclusion. Okay, so a couple of things I looked up here. First was like the cupboard. Uh, I didn't look that up, but like, uh, I guess in the UK, it can stand for a closet with shelves, uh, which may be a pantry in the US, uh, or a closet, uh, or it could be cupboards. Uh, so I don't, I guess I didn't really learn anything about that. Then I looked up Skittles because I just want to know how long have Skittles been around, uh, and they're currently produced by Wrigley, a division of Mars. Uh, they have an S on them. And uh, they came out in 74 in Britain and then 79 in North America. And uh, in 1982, they began being produced in the U.S. Uh, the phrase Taste of Rainbow was created by an ad agency in uh, New York. Uh, and uh, they've been popular on other things. Uh, I guess that's it. I thought there'd be more history of Skittles, but uh, most of the other stuff's not super interesting. So that's Skittles. And then I wanted to look up about uh, Hannibal crossing the Alps. This is from uh, Penn State University, uh, Hannibal's Military Innovations. I don't see an author here, uh, but it has uh, uh, some stuff about when Hannibal crossed the Alps. Uh, like when descending the Alps, Hannibal's path was uh, blocked by large limestone boulders. Uh, and it looked like he would have to turn back. Uh, that is until he figured out how to get rid of the rocks. Uh, uh, first, they sent down, they were sent out to cut trees and lean them against the boulders. And then uh, 
they would uh, heat the trees up, uh, like, uh, with camp, giant campfires, uh, and then they would pour wine on it and the, uh, acidic content in the sour wine, which is turned to vinegar, uh, uh, caused them to fissure all over. Uh, the rocks thus weakened, uh, weakened, uh, Hannibal's men were able to break them with hammers and picks until, uh, they could pass through with their elephants, uh. And from there, it was only a matter of uh, winding the rest of the way down and into Italy. Uh, the use of chemistry to pass obstacles sets Hannibal apart from most military generals uh, and has gone down in history as one of the great logistical inventions and military triumphs uh, and an example of his great genius uh, and innovative thinking. So it's probably somebody else on top. That's usually the case. Yeah, but I just thought that was interesting. This is from Reddit, uh, Ask Historians. It's December 12th. Uh, let's see what comes up here. Uh, when Hannibal crossed the Alps, uh, according to Livy and Wikipedia, by Livy's account, the crossing was accomplished uh, in the face of huge difficulties uh, and used uh, vinegar to break through the rock falls. And then over on... Uh, Labyrinth of Designers, uh, dot org. It's not loading. Let's see if it comes up. Uh, yeah, Ancient Romans. Let's see who wrote this. Uh, this is by Ulia Milis Mel M Mila Sima M I L L E Sima L U L I A. Uh, let's see. They were, uh, uh, Pliny, naturalistic, uh, exhaustive, uh, but the main difficulty was a huge rock uh, slipped with a landslide and blocked the way, and it was covered with armfuls of resinous, resinous wood, pine, and fir branches, according to this, uh, and they were torn with axe. Uh, oh, wait, then they put a big fire there and uh, started a campfire. And then overturned barrels of vinegar onto the bonfire. And uh, it acted uh, on the stone. And the rack was split and easily removed. Uh, so that's another interesting thing. And then I guess like the two phrases we were going to use it were, uh, can I have a hush and uh, narrows it down? Uh, so that narrows it down, I think, is a good way of inquiry. Uh, like, like that the doctor was relying on other people, uh, just like Picard would kind of, I forget what, what his phrase would use, uh, when he'd say, anybody got any good ideas? Cause this is, uh, like, uh, uh, so narrows it down and can I have a hush? And I hope you have a little hush, uh, as you uh, get some sleep. Good night.